Welcome to Cosmic Channels. Open minds on cosmic lines. To call in to future episodes of Cosmic Channels, follow Cosmic Channels on YouTube and Twitch and tune in live Sundays at 6.30 p.m. Pacific Time. The number is 1-833-703-0424. The Cosmic Channels are open. I'm BJ Cheeks. I'm Zell. I'm Maester Dan. And uh, we are Andrewless yet again. Friend of a friend out saving lives again, so. No, that's not what it is. It wasn't? He's number one now. His head's got too big. Oh, well, that makes makes sense, He too. wants a bigger retainer. His IMDB resume is getting bigger. <laughs> <laughs> Shows up when he wants. He wants yeah. a craft service table. You know, he wants an on-site manicurist, pedicurist. Red M&M's only. Yeah. It's, it's yeah. a whole it's thing. weird. Um, tonight we're talking, we're taking calls about cryptids. Now, you don't necessarily have to have seen a cryptid. Uh, you could call in and discuss cryptids. Your thoughts on Bigfoot, Mothman, Chupacabra. Um, we should probably discuss that $2.1 million bounty, <laughs> the bounty. in Oklahoma. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, let's. Uh, before we get a call, nothing on the line yet, so let's... Let's just talk about that. What a $2.1 million bounty for finding Bigfoot. Proof of Bigfoot. Right. So like Dead one or of the, alive. <laughs> one of the state reps in Oklahoma, Justin Humphrey, uh, originally suggested, like earlier, I think this year, because I remember seeing the story pop up, uh, suggested that they set aside a $25,000 bounty for Bigfoot's capture. So not dead, preferably alive. Um Actually, you know, I'm not sure. It might be dead. I'm dead or alive. <laughs> and um, so now I think the kind of the state tourism board has jumped on uh, the Bigfoot train, the Sasquatch train. And now they say that they're developing some promotional campaigns that include things like license plates, decals. Apparently, there's going to be a annual commemorative tracking license and a Bigfoot and Bigfoot checkout stations. Not 100 percent <laughs> sure what those are. Uh, if you know or you know more about it, please call in and a tell us Bigfoot about this. Bigfoot checkout station? So they, yeah. Like where they check out your Bigfoot and they're like, that's just another bear. <laughs> this is a man, a hairy man. <laughs> you just put this guy in a gorilla suit. That's, uh, I mean, they're going to draw huge tourism numbers. <laughs> I, I think, yeah, that seems to be their their idea. I don't, I'm not 100% sure. I mean, you know what? I don't really know what Oklahoma, off the top of my head, I don't know what tourism Oklahoma really has besides, I don't know, like tornadoes, they got a fuckload of tornadoes in Oklahoma. That's what, what I know. Wasn't isn't what do they have? What's the NBA team? Oklahoma. Um, oh, it's an Oklahoma KC Thunder. Is that is that there? I don't know. I don't know I, shit. I don't I've know shit about no, Oklahoma. I know nothing about basketball. <laughs> so yeah, I don't. Yeah, it's yeah. If you guys want to call in about that stuff, like Braden said, you know, just just talk about crisp cryptids. We're talking about them. Well, what are they? Where can you? Where do you think you can find them? Uh, that's pretty much it. So, yeah, that's if what you, we're talking about. If you plan on going to Oklahoma for the two point one million dollar dollar bounty, let us know. Yeah, yeah, we want to cut. Yeah, we'll take a small, <laughs> just a small fee. We'll offer two point two million dollars to bring it to us instead. <laughs> if you fought, but, if you if you got a live Bigfoot, it's worth it. I, I don't, yeah, I mean, we could talk about like how do you think you would capture a Sasquatch? Like, what would be your perfect Bigfoot trap? I would lean up an old cardboard box propped <laughs> with a stick, a stick with some fishing line high behind a tree, and I'd set this box up on some sort of boulder field. And under the box, I would put some immaculate berries, and I would just sit and wait. What kind of berries are like a berry blend, a three berry blend yeah, or something? A three berry blend from Costco, most <laughs> likely, is what I'm going with. You got your blueberries, your strawberries, and what else is in there? Raspberries? 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 Yeah, raspberries. Blackberries? Blackberry, blackberries? Maybe blackberries. I don't know. 
Well, yeah, Boulder Field's good start, good starting point. What uh, the fuck? Why a why a Boulder Field? Because David, See, that's what David Politis see, says. They're always by Boulder Fields. The missing people. Well, I mean, always by yeah Boulder Fields. The uh, the quick the original, access to the underground caves. The Patterson Gimlin film is in a kind of Boulder Field, right? Like that's yeah, a, yeah. So I mean, sloughs. That is the only real video evidence that we have, or only like def, <clears throat> what I would probably say definitive, or something like that. Uh, video evidence that we have of Sa of a Sasquatch. So, and I, I, I still believe that footage is real. But there was a I, guy. Guy came out and said he played the suit. Maybe well, he was lying though. Maybe yeah. he is dis misinformation. We met. We looked into his eyes. Those big, beautiful blue eyes, and he wouldn't lie to yeah. us. Even though we had to buy a, <laughs> we shook a bottle his opener. Hand. We didn't have to. He was he was pretty good. We didn't have to buy something. I did buy something. <laughs> because he was but so, I had bought he was something so nice previously. about it. He's like, you're supposed to buy something, gentlemen, but I don't mind. I was like, well, Bob, I already did. <laughs> However. Here it is. Oh, actually. This, that, you got it? Kicking I around? Bought. I bought... Uh, That's a uh, nice bottle opener. Bigfoot bottle opener. Just me or is big? Is that like, does he have abs on that thing? Or is that just his hair rolls? Uh, it might be some hair rolls. It does kind of look suspiciously like some, like, he's a little cut. Well, he probably but is. But if he is a great ape, like, have you seen silverbacks? Like, they're juiced. Fucking monsters. So I couldn't imagine. Do we seriously not have a call First this time, late into Cosmic Channels First already? time since Cosmic Channels 4. Holy shit. Hmm. If I could turn this into open lines in a second. Well, well, let's just keep going with uh, how would you catch Bigfoot? I don't know if this has been done, but if Bigfoot was a living, breathing creature, biped ape, some type of mass, like infrared drone scanning or something, like see what's all what's digging around in those forests. Is that I don't think that I guess that would probably take a huge sum of money to cover enough ground. You'd also have to like go through all the footage because like how would you? I, I'm not sure, like even on drones, like how would you be able to equip them with infrared that's accurate enough to it's true. discern like between a bear, a large, you know, a mountain lion or anything like that? And where would you start really? Like, I guess, I guess, what is it? Oklahoma, as I looked it up, Oklahoma is the ninth state in terms of Bigfoot sightings like most likely places for or most often reported bigfoot sightings and then number one is washington state um i think number two is actually number two or three is actually west virginia that's weird huh. west virginia it's a lot of strange I'm shit coming you, man, from west there's, virginia there's some weird portals there thinning thinning of the veil is just traversing from the pacific northwest to west virginia <laughs> giant tunnels that just go Back and like in Godzilla, King of the Monsters. It's just it'd, it'd be interesting to contact, you know, get in contact with. We had a famous BC resident, uh, Todd Standing, who was actually at one point suing the government of derelict of Canada. duty for not disclosing the evidence or not addressing. Was that, the, or was he trying to get like protected status he, for? He was trying to get protected status, but he was he was suing them for other ways in order to try to bring it to light sure sure yes yeah, uh, but he says he he could take you out to a family of them in the woods that's what i always hear i always hear about this uh what is it like area x is what i hear a lot of and some of the other <laughs> sasquatch like podcasts and and documentaries i i watch it's always like area x where there is they live there. It's just like, yeah, you can go there and you can see one like every night. You see families of them. And it's just like, they're always there. It's, but you can't disclose where it is. Can't tell where it is because we'd have You'd tons have of people, hunters and everything running over there. Yeah. I don't know, dude. Did you ever watch? He had, I think he had two different like videos, like production videos. Like, what? I watched the one. I watched the one where he like was driving around in his little like, was he driving around his little like six wheeler? Into the woods and stuff. Well, yeah, and he, a little ghillie suit. And one, he's he takes like this skeptic scientist in there, and they spend like a couple of days, and they put out apples, and they show like, oh, this branch. There's no way this branch could have been broken. It's too high up, and the angle, and the 
you know, the physics aren't right for it to just break on its own. It would have to be grabbed and broken. And during the episode, the expert, I can't remember his name, became convinced by the end. Because they, sure. they put like the apples out. I was like, everything eats apples. That's a bad way to do it. <laughs> Any fucking, the squirrels would be up there pulling the apples off the tree. Like, <laughs> Yeah, I don't, yeah, I... I've watched enough mountain monsters to know that there are lots of ways to catch a Bigfoot, including my favorite, which was to take a, a gutted RV about the size of the Bigfoot, the actual, the Brain's Bigfoot trailer, the, the old Bigfoot RV. Yeah. Uh, you just gut it and then you... <laughs> You like spot weld fucking sheet metal onto the sides over the windows and uh, you throw in some pig guts in there. I guess they really like pig guts. Yeah, you and, know uh, what else you know, does? Bears. Bears. <laughs> Big old bears. Lions. Wolverines. Lions. Anything. Wolves. Wolves. Coyotes. Yeah. Any carnivore. Chupacabras. It, so that's Any a- other cryptid would be on that. <laughs> But yeah, I was like, so they were going to, that was their idea was to capture the Bigfoot inside this RV and then uh, like, I guess just close the doors on it. Like, I don't, I don't know. The thing is a giant mountain gorilla. Like if it is just even half the size of a mountain gorilla, like even chimpanzees are strong as shit. Uh, Like, I don't know. Like, I don't think, uh, you know, hastily welded on sheet metal over the windows is going to hold in a a giant eight foot. No chance. 800 pound. No chance. uh, 100% muscle ape. But he would just kick it in. I I, I mean, I guess the only way to really catch it is like you'd have to shoot it or tranquilize it. But I don't know. But how? Yeah. How hard of a tranquilizer? Like you, you use too much. It dies anyway. So. Yeah, you don't, so but you, you want to use no too idea. little, or it wakes up as soon as you go up to it. It stands back up and rips you in half. We can. We have. The, we have cloning technology now. I'm. I'm not worried. Like, just try to trank it. If you kill it, whatever. Clone it. Bring it back. I, and it would be in the a name cha- of science. Challenge. Well, it would be a challenge logistically to actually like contain it and take it out within that time limit. Then now that I'm thinking about it, so it's like, yeah, if you did trank it, how do you transport it? How do you get it out? especially in some of these places that are like wholly inaccessible to, you know, either wheeled or, or treaded vehicles. Like you, well, you pull it out by helicopter. Well, like how, yeah. Chopper. If it's, if it's eight, nine feet tall, how heavy is this thing? It's not like you're going to fireman carry it. She's like, oh, it's gotta no. be five, 600 pounds. I bet. That's what I'm saying. What do you put? You, you build a little fucking, uh, well, people shoot moose and haul them out of the woods and stuff. Like you can definitely get them out. I've yeah, never, I've never, by I've cutting never them seen out. Yeah, yeah. But, or yeah, helicopter. I mean, we had one friend who illegally had a rich father-in-law, and they went moose hunting. Fucking grabbed it with a helicopter and just pulled it out of the woods. Thousand-pound moose. Oh yeah, <laughs> just whoop, grabbed it. Like, yeah, oh, we'll take it back to get camp. Got it there. It's much easier. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah, I th- that's the only way I could think is like you get a chopper. But even then, if you did get a chopper, if you're in some place that's like you know, covered with pine trees or something. It's not in a clearing or something. <clears throat> Do you just drag it to the clearing or someplace that you could get a chopper? Well, you could, it doesn't have to be like if you're, if you had guys on the ground, and you had a coordinated chopper, they could drop down a, like a cable from above the tree line and pull it out probably from well, anywhere. And, and that's to say too, that like, this is all fine and good, but this is goes, we're assuming then Bigfoot travels solo and not in mm, some sort of true. pack. Because then if you're in the woods and there's like, you know, five, six of them. <laughs> you shoot one, they get angry. Right. They get angry and they're all of a sudden they start hurling rocks at you. Yeah, you get the <clears throat> fucking Ape Canyon situation. Yeah. Like, I don't, <laughs> I don't know. Like, it w- I think it would be fair to assume if it is some type of ape that it would be social. And then it w- there would be more than one in an area. So if you did shoot one, yeah, you'd be in for... <laughs> Seems like he'd be in a he'd be uh, in some trouble. Heap of trouble. Mm, yeah. yeah. And I wonder <laughs> if it's one of those things where it's like, you know, if they're smart, like if you're in the woods and you spot one and you have a gun, it's like all of a sudden you're like, ooh, we're kind of surrounded here. Right? Like they there's big feet all over the place. Um, that would be could be quite intimidating. 
Um, you know what always I thought would have been a good, like, it is, I wouldn't be surprised if they catch one eventually, is something like a chupacabra, like some sort of, like, nocturnal, you know, little dog creature. Right. Something, <laughs> something Cruising that around Mexico. Like, if you think about the vast jungles and stuff down there, oh, like, unexplored lands, like, if there's something that only is out at night, right, and it's just... Suck, suckling some blood from livestock and stuff. Hard to find. All right, we've Hard to do, find. we do have a caller. Just came on the line. Let's bring them in. Hello, Cosmic Channel. Hey guys. Hello. Hey guys. Can you hear me? Yep. Can... It's Jennifer Swope. Oh, hey Jennifer. How's it going? Um, it's it's going. I'm still in back because nobody was calling. Oh, well, thanks. Thank you. I figured I. I get it started. Yeah, let's do it. I'm just sitting here uh, in the hospital with one of my little guys, and Whoa. I just needed to be entertained by you guys. What is everything oh, okay? He's gonna be okay. Yeah, we might get to go home tomorrow. We've been here over a week, and I'm over it. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. Hopefully, uh, get out soon. Everything's good. Hopefully, the little guys all good. Yeah. Yeah, I was calling because Mr. Cheeks, don't you have a Bigfoot? <clears throat> hunting trailer I did in fact have one it's gone now uh, but I sold it oh. uh, I renovated it and then uh, sold it so maybe there'll be a another one down the road <laughs> yeah the Bigfoot well, was a nice trailer I think it's a perfect tourist thing for them to do because us Americans after the shutdown are bored there's nothing to do. They're going to be packed with all of us weirdos. Yeah, and every single person down there has guns now, too, so it's perfect. Get everyone into the woods. Someone's going to find Look, it. Wearing camo, looking for Bigfoot. Yep. And I actually nothing do have do. a cryptid to tell you about. Yeah, let's hear it. Okay. Um, I live in central Illinois, and there is one called the Coal Hollow Road Monster. Um, in 19, it was uh, in the early 1970s, uh, one of the teens reported that he and his friends had spotted a white, hairy, smell, foul-smelling, 12-foot monster on this, uh, it's called Coal Hollow Road. It's one of these back roads. It's sketchy. Um, I know that I, I'm actually familiar with this one because I only, it's also known by another name called the, uh, which is my favorite, abominable, uh, swamp slog or slog, slog. abominable <laughs> swamp slog. Not yeah. <laughs> now the best part of the story, well, it lets out a long screech, like a, what do the kids say? Like an old steam whistle, only more humany is what he said. In the okay. article. Okay. Yeah. So, per the article, and this is the best part of the article because it's so central Illinois. 200 armed men combed the area but found nothing. During the search, one man accidentally shot himself trying to bag a deer. Sure. <laughs> yeah, and then do. they had to they had to call off the search after that because uh, because of his leg injury. <laughs> Uh, so the search for the abominable swamp slob was called off at Terminated. that point. Terminated. Now, in 1991, that thing, that former team said it was a hoax. But the same year, some woman called the police and said she'd been driving on the same road when an eight-foot-tall hairy beast grabbed the back of her truck and refused to let go. And he finally stopped, and she sped off, and that was it. Wait, did like it? It held the truck back. Yeah, it, it, he held the truck, grabbed the back of her pickup truck, and refused to let go, and then finally stopped, and she oh. sped off. Yeah, I've heard a few cases of that happening. Like, yeah, the, well, I mean, these things are account. apparently incredibly strong. From this, the stories Kidding. you do here, it's like people sitting in you know full, full you know, bus-sized RVs, and these things can like rock them back and forth. Uh, slamming into the sides or whatever, but yeah, I don't, I don't. Hanging onto a pickup truck sounds something, but also the white, 
like the the white. So the, the one that the guy saw and they said it was a hoax is twelve foot tall, or white. Well, it they it's always described as like somewhere between like seven and nine feet tall. Right. So I mean that's not out of the. Like I said, uh, West Virginia is also up there in terms of like large hairy hominid sightings. And one of theirs is this, I think we've talked about it before, the sheep squatch. Yeah. Sheep squatch. Yeah. The sheep squatch, which is, it's very similar to Sasquatch, <coughs> except uh, people have described it either. It's like having, it, I, it just reminds me of a wampa from from Star Wars. It's got like little horns on the side and then it's got a big hairy and uh but it's described as being white to some extent the hair pillowy soft at least a light light gray color or something like that. Yeah. So hmm. that's what first came to my head, but now if the guy said it was a hoax, but um even describing what what that lady saw, I mean that's just a that's you know standard boilerplate Sasquatch stuff. She didn't. She didn't say what color it was, or she just. She just. She described it as white as well. Oh, as white as well. Okay. Yeah. So it's like you have two reports in this area of this white, um, you know, abominable swamp, swamp slob. Swamp. Uh, that's the best name. Swamp. That is slob. a great name. Abominable that's how I remembered. I I recalled this one because of that. That's the first time I saw that. Uh, yeah. On the, uh, I've actually gone on, on that road at night. To look for it, my now brother-in-law took me there, and we went looking for it because he swears he saw it once. But this is one of those things where it's a back road; it's sketchy at best, and most of the time, people are drunk when they're on the road looking for it. So, chances are, it's probably one of the guys from a mess house <laughs> who's just going on a rampage. But that's just that's just my opinion. But that's our, our claim to fame around here. Uh, yeah, the Great super name. skeptical uh, s- skeptical side of me says that a lot of these cases, or some of them, a large percentage of them, are probably dudes in giant ghillie suits and scaring off people from their meth, you know, oh. their meth cook houses. And it's it's just like Scooby Doo, but with crystal with crystal meth. Uh, you know what would be more <laughs> scarier is a human with a gun rather than someone dressing up. Like you think that would do the opposite of like if I had a drug house. You'd be like, you know what would be a good idea to scare these pesky teenagers? Dress up like Bigfoot. That won't garner any attention. Right. But if they call the police and report a man, a crazy guy with a gun as opposed yeah, to true. a giant Bigfoot, which mm-hmm. are they more likely to kind of take seriously? So, right. you know, I, I think Very that would true. be the best option. Is like, yeah, just scare him away. Just put on some uh, some platform shoes or some, you know, big old like stilts or something. Walk around in a big... In a, giant hairy gorilla costume scare the shit out of people and then go cook your mess but now that it's a story people are going to try and do it anyway just to you know mess with people right now now it's just fun to mess with people but that's my story so guys have a good night hey thanks jennifer thanks for calling Jen. hey, thanks jennifer and all the best with your son and hospital and let us know on discord uh, when you guys are out of the hospital we'll do sir take bye. care bye Take care. Swamp slob. Swamp. That's got to put him on the crypto crushathon. Get him on card. the crushathon. Yeah, the he's abominable just, swamp slob. He's just like a drunk version of Bigfoot. He's like drunk. Yeah. He's the drunken, drunken boxing version of Bigfoot. Just Something. matted, matted, white hair. Somehow he's awesome <laughs> at fighting, but he's just absolutely hammered. Yeah, all dreaded. <laughs> Now, it's if, got like his his beard like braided. Yeah. Now if uh, no one's on the line here, but I guess uh, I left I left the line open after last sh- last show, so there's a message. I don't know what it's about. There's a message. <laughs> Want to play it? Have yeah, you listened to it already? I listened to just the first three seconds. Okay. So it could be it could be anything. So here, let's play it. Hopefully, it's some absolute gold. What's up, guys? My name's G from Merced, California. I just want to tell you that you guys are the shit, man. Like, straight up. I'm fucking drunk as fuck, but that's beside the point. Like, you guys have fucking opened my mind to so many shit. And that's fucking awesome. Like, real talk. This guy's awesome. You guys are awesome. Zell, 
you are the shit, man. Keep doing what you're doing. Brayden, you're fucking hilarious, bro. You keep us entertained with everything, bro. Andrew, you are the shit, man. You're like you're like the fucking link, bro, to like the real to like the real people. You know what I mean? Like you keep us fantasized with the shit that's going on. And Dan, Dan, you are the most knowledgeable motherfucker that I know. And yeah. Keep it up, man. You guys are awesome. Bottom line, cause don't call Seto, you guys are fucking dope. Anywho, yeah. Y'all have a good one. Keep it up, man. Peace. Uh, thanks, G, for that. Nice little uh, tire excellent. Pump, yeah. yeah, a little tire <laughs> pump on the voicemail. Again, it's you know it's fact now because Stone Cold said so. He said it. So yeah, said it. Oh, there's two more. I didn't listen to these two at all though. So no one's calling. That's maybe what, that's not something maybe we should do if someone can't get through. I'll just leave the line open at the end for like half an hour. You yeah. don't don't leave get on. Voicemail. Leave us a voicemail and uh, we'll. Maybe I'll I'll pre-screen them, and if yeah. tell if you tell a story, and we're short on a call, we can just plug one of these in. Maybe. Yeah, I always thought we Count should. Count kindly. Oh. Call us back on the number you see on your caller ID. Thank you, and have. A okay, well that's nothing. <laughs> nope. Oh oh. Didn't have the on mute. Hello, Cosmic Channels. Hey boys, how's it going? What's going on? Good, good, good. Not too much. It's uh, Jeff from New York. Jeff from New York. Thanks for calling. Jeff from NY. What part of NY? So, uh, Western New York. Okay. Kind of like in the uh, Appalachia area. Gotcha, guys. A little outskirts. But, uh, so, this way, there's a lot of Native American stories of, like, Bigfoot or the Eastern Bigfoot Mm -hmm. that would snatch up small animals and deer and stuff after you kill them. And my family's hunters and everything, and we have had a lot of experiences where you shoot a deer out in the woods, you know, you got it, you take the meat, everything away, you leave the guts behind, and you go back the next day, and it's completely gone, like, no blood on the leaves, no nothing, and, like, there's not a ton of footprints, there's only, like, just your your footprints in and out and everything, like, I've seen, I've seen where coyotes drug and see marks and everything, but it looks like somebody came in and picked it all up and took it all away, like with their hands. Just completely like clean, cleaned a crime scene. Yeah, like they just like literally came in, picked it all up, and carried it away. Now, like animals, like ripped it apart, drug pieces off. Yeah, because I can attest that, like from my experience with hunting, when I've gone back to a gut pile or something, you know it was there. Like you, yeah. you're like, yeah, that's where it is. Like, sure, some usually some scavengers and whatnot have picked it, picked through it a little bit. Some birds or, you know, coyotes, but you can still see remnants. So for, yeah, that's very strange. For the first, ha- yeah, like I've like I've heard stories like when I was a kid of like Native Americans saying like, you know, that the Bigfoot would come through after you would leave, it would leave food behind or leave meat behind, and the Bigfoot would come and take it away and stuff. And then, like, I've actually had my own gut piles where, like, you would, you know, shoot it. You'd take the deer away in the afternoon, leave the guts behind. You go back the next morning, and it's, like, not a trace, completely gone. Yeah, that's unusual that it wouldn't leave. I mean, obviously, that you can, or with your experience, you've been able to identify tracks of, like, scavengers, whether they're dragging stuff off in different directions. But, yeah, that there's no footprints at all to, to see that... That, you know this giant if it is a bi, you know hairy bipedal physical thing that's why there's no yeah footprints. you would imagine more you would strange. footprints of that too but it just you couple that with the native american stories of our area it just really makes me think that there could be some truth behind it right yeah it's like almost like the big like bigfoot's like a shepherd of the forest or something and it's like get, forest spirit sometimes. yeah it like cleans it cleans it all up because yeah usually like the gut pile like yeah, after like a week or two, maybe like all the scavengers and ants and bugs would have got rid of mo- like pretty much everything. But if it's the next day, it's crazy. Well, wouldn't that be interesting too if something's cleaning it in order for like to not bring predators into that area? Uh keeping it like territory clean, kind of. Yeah, keeping it clean, right? Because they know that's going to bring other things like coyotes and wolves and bears. So you know, maybe they're maybe they have Bigfoot children, right? That are could be prey so they don't want that uh, stuff so they yeah. run it somewhere else 
Yeah, makes sense. I never thought yeah, about sense. that. Well, last uh, last theory on it before I let you guys go is uh, you could have a trans-dimensional Bigfoot coming after gut piles in the woods, <laughs> leaving no trace <laughs> behind. Ther- yeah, the trans-dimensional Bigfoot yeah. one. That, yeah, that makes just, an appearance every on. now and then. Trans-dimensional Bigfoot feeds on organ meat, leftover intestines and stuff. <laughs> That's his sustenance. And, I like it. And then no no <laughs> footprints because he takes it right back to the next uh, the, oh, the next dimension, just right through the veil. Gone. I like that. Perfect. All right, boys. Thanks hey. for taking the call. Hey, thanks for calling. We appreciate hey, it. Thanks. See you, I'll Jeff. Talk to you guys later. Thanks. Have Bye. a good night. Bye. Ooh. I like that keeping like its territory clean. I like that. I never thought about that, but it, it would make sense, right? If you don't want a predator, like if... If you, you wouldn't want a gut pile right outside your camp. Or what if they're using it? Like they're actually using the pieces for something. Or like that, yeah. I have, I have I have heard of stories where people have come upon what looked to be like kind of bone piles of some sort uh, out in the woods and things like that. Whether that's some kind of communal place for scavengers or it is something like, <laughs> I know I've seen at least a couple movies where Bigfoot tends to pile their their things and this, but what if they're using the bones for tools or something like that, maybe, mm. or, or something? Because, I mean, for most hunters, it's like you're not going to take everything. You're just going to take the meat, most of the good parts, right? And if you're going to leave everything else behind, there's still stuff that that could be used for, perhaps. I don't know. Well, yeah, if you're leaving the stomach and intestines and all the guts, but you're taking, I mean, you're taking heart, liver. Some people, well, I guess you, you take the head too, I guess, right now. But yeah, you leave yeah, pretty much like, everything else. They're using the bones or something like that. Well, yeah, if they're yeah, if they're that's if they're smart enough to like elude humans, they're probably smart enough yeah. to use tools in some sense. But I've also heard stories of like just the Bigfoot like not giving a fuck and just like people have killed you know large feral hogs or things like that, and <clears> then these Bigfoot just come out and just take that shit. Well, that's kind of like it. that's just like humans, right? There's you know, there's still humans who live like barbaric lifestyles like or there's people who sit on smartphones all day like there's wide varieties of humans maybe there's wide varieties of like mannerisms of bigfoot some are complete savages and just tear people apart and some like sweep the forest with a like a corn cob broom yeah, so- <laughs> sweeping the trails they're they're maintaining the trails some are like the no trails at sea world assholes. right kill for fun yeah Throwing rocks at people, mm. scaring people. I'm sure. Could could yeah. I mean, that's also another theory that there are different types of Bigfoots, whether it's the you know, differentiated by their or uh hair color. So like we said, the white ones, gray ones, you know, uh light brown, reddish hair, dark brown hair, depending on where they are. So it could be, yeah, there could be behavioral differences for sure. If you're watching this live and you got a story, don't forget to call. The number's at the bottom of the screen, 1-833-703-0424. We are one, uh, Cosmic Channels is one person away from 300 subscribers. On on what? On YouTube. YouTube? Yeah. I think that it only took us four years to get there with ATT. (laughs) We didn't really start a YouTube channel for the first couple. Yeah. That's still... Um, do we have another voicemail while we're waiting? And then maybe the last 20 minutes we'll open it up to uh, just open lines. There was one more here. I don't know. Was this... Or maybe this was the one I just played. Hey, guys. It's uh, Craig from Austin here, Texas. I uh, called last night about a Ouija board story. And I had a few to drink, so sorry if I was talking too fast or you know uh, didn't come out right but i would like to talk with you guys next week and uh i have another story to tell this one will be more i guess interesting <laughs> anyways well, where are you craig I, come I, on it is next week I mean, we're this here week. we're waiting yeah but it's also cryptid day yeah we'll see you next week craig yeah <laughs> Okay, well, that's that's something I'm going to do. I'm going to leave that uh, leave the line open for about half an hour after the show and leave a message. Some pe- maybe some people are uh, too shy to call in and talk live, but leave a detailed message, and maybe yeah, we'll play it on the show. Maybe 
and uh, right before we open it up, maybe to open lines for the last 20 minutes, um, after Cosmic Channels, you can usually catch us playing uh, some video games together. You can go on twitch.com slash theoristdan, twitch.com slash bradenatt, and twitch.com slash, is it theoristcell? Zeltron Music. Zeltron Music. And uh, we'll set up some links where you can watch all three of us play. It's usually pretty funny because we all get mad at each other because we're varying we're skill level. We're all bad, depending on what game we're playing. <laughs> or um, or one person's good at the game and everyone else sucks. Yeah. That, that happens a lot as well. Um, what, let's open it up to open lines. Uh, we'll take any calls. You want to talk about ghosts. You want to talk about aliens. You want to talk about Ouija boards. You want to talk about whatever you whatever you want in the realm of weird uh, weird situations, you know, uh, dream police, whatever. Let's hear uh, it. Last 20 minutes, let's hear it. Uh, lines are open, one 703 Yeah, we need to put people like, hey, if you got another cryptid that you'd like to see on the cryptid cru- uh, the Crypto Crushathon card coming up, I think, we, I think we're due for one of those pretty soon, at some point. Yep. So, uh, you know, if someone you want to be on there, maybe you can... Give us some suggestions. Maybe we can get in contact with their managers, you know, put them on the card. See if they'll uh Yeah, talk to Dana Black, right? Is that who <laughs> yeah. is that get, who runs it? Get us get them on our radar and we'll do the rest. All right, we got another caller. Hello, Cosmic Channels. Uh hello? Hello. Yo. Hey man, what's up? How's it going? Good. What's your name? Where are you calling from? Uh name's G. Uh Guillermo. From uh, Merced, California. Right on. Well, uh, I know today is cryptid day, but y'all just said, you know, you're open to whatever. Yep, let's hear it. All right. Well, I got a story about remote viewing. Oh, cool. Ooh, interesting. All right. Back when I was younger, like, you know, I used to lose a bunch of shit, like remote control, fucking uh, certain toys, you know, just like a bunch of random stuff, right? I still do. All the time. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking shit. Right? And so, like, I don't know. I, I guess I kind of used to do this, like, funny thing where I would kind of try to, like, picture it in my head, like, where it might be or something like that. And I can't really describe it, but, like, I would get a feeling like, oh, you know, it's, like, in a dark place, you know, or, like, it's under something that's being, you know, crushed or something like that. And, uh, I mean, like, nine times out of ten, I would usually find it where I kind of, like, felt like it would be. Oh, cool. And, uh, like, I never really understood it. And just, like, a couple weeks ago, I was talking with a buddy. And he, like, mentioned remote viewing. And he was kind of like, oh, you know, it's when you do this and you do that. And it kind of, like, struck me a lot. I was like, bro, I used to do that. And, uh, yeah, so, he, I don't know, he just kind of, like, started joking with me that, like, the CIA might like try to like recruit me or something because I don't know. Apparently <laughs> yeah. they do that. <laughs> yeah. There is there is stories of CIA. I'm not sure what the what the case was, but of using remote viewers potentially to find targets and stuff. But there's been a lot of a lot of cool stuff about remote viewing. We're gonna do a main case file on our other show on it one time because Bro, we'll we'll do it that. before we do a pod trip because I always said it'd be fun to sit down together. And remote view areas where, like, of this place where we're, we've all of us have never been, and then see if anyone was correct. Yeah. With like guessing some scenery. You know what's funny about that? I actually heard you guys mention that on one of the uh, on one of the case files. And so, like, I do construction, right? And fucking, like, they send me, you know, to a bunch of like different tracks and stuff. And like, I'll kind of try to like imagine like what the house layout will be like, you know, when it's like a new plan. And yeah. I mean, I haven't been right at that. I mean, I haven't practiced, you know, quote unquote, remote viewing in fucking years. But yeah, I mean, you know, I, I heard you guys uh, talk about it and I kind of been waiting for that for that, for that uh, case file. It's coming. Now, I want to ask you, so now that you've connected what you, you used to do to remote viewing, you going to give give it another shot? <laughs> um, just last week, one of my coworkers lost his hard hat. Right. Yeah. And I was like, and fucking like my my other coworker that was you know telling me like, oh bro, that's remote viewing. He was kind of joking around with me like, oh you know, uh, use your powers or whatever. Yeah. And I mean, I, I I tried it, and I felt like it was I don't know upside down and like a sunny place, and like I felt like it was low. 
And I told him, I was like, you know, you probably set it on my tailgate and it probably like fell off and like rolled into the gutter or something. And, and uh, I mean, he went back to go look for it and he didn't find it. So, you know, there's not really an exciting conclusion to that oh. story. <laughs> I know. Right, you got us all excited. You got us excited. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. I know, man. I, I was hoping. I mean, maybe maybe somebody picked it up before he got to it because, you know, mm. hard hats fucking. All kind of look yeah, the they're same. a necessity out there. Yep. Now, maybe, yeah, maybe you did. You seen where it was, but, but that was before someone moved it or picked it up or whatever. But yeah, mm-hmm. remote, remote viewing is supposed to be like a skill you can actually like train and like practice and get better. So, I mean, if you look into it, I'm sure you can yeah, find some people what, teaching it. So I can, I can remote view to, I can re- take you mentally to about any small town in Canada. <laughs> There's going to be a <laughs> Canadian tire marks <laughs> combo. There's going to be an A&W. Yep. Uh, oh, there's shit. going to be doors? a Tim Hortons. Um, depending on the size of the town, might even be a non-drive-through Tim Hortons. And uh, you're missing one vital thing. I know you're about to say it, though. People? What? what one, at I'm, least one. I'll, I'll, I'll try and connect with you. If we were in the same room, I'd be able to send it to you. But one more really Canadian thing in all small towns. Hockey rink. I'm not, oh yeah, yeah. Single hockey rink. Yeah. <laughs> single hockey rink. Tim Hortons. Canadian Tire Marks combo. NW. Yeah, that's about right. Literally every small town in Canada has that. <laughs> I remember taking the. Uh, somebody sent us a link of a remote viewing like uh, test. And it was like a, it was like you could take it online, and I can't, I don't know I probably lost the link, but it was like a remote viewing, um, like proficiency proficiency test I guess. Okay. And <laughs> How, what was your score? It was great because it was it's like okay picture this, it told you to to form like a picture in your mind of this place of somewhere whatever, and then they would show you a picture. And they'd be like, okay, don't, there was this, there was this part in the, in the wording that really got to me because it was like, oh, don't worry if you pictured a place with like all trees and maybe there's a a town there now because remote viewing doesn't necessarily confine itself or constrain itself to the same timeline. So what your remote viewing could actually be the place, but a hundred years in the past. Um, Fucking shit. Time isn't, it's not linear. It's. I haven't heard a lot about remote viewing, so I don't really know all like the inner workings and stuff. But it's also it's like cool th- that they tell me that I'm also like, well, then I could picture any place and say like, oh, there's a bunch of trees, there's rocks, there's a maybe a, some a creek that that runs through there, and it's like, no, there's a whole town there. I'm like, well, what did it look like a hundred years ago? And that's any town. <laughs> yeah, that's like that's trees. any town. <laughs> Uh, I know, I know. Uh, Richard Serrett, guy who does uh, the cons- uh, conspiracy show, he played this game called "What's in the Box," and it was a remote viewing experiment. And he would and then get, his he wife's w- head was in the box. <laughs> not, right. not seven. Spoilers. No, no, not seven. <laughs> but yeah, he would put a random object in the box, and you get his like production staff to like do the techniques and try and get it. Some people got it. Oh, dude, that's such a good contest idea. What's in the box? Huh. What's in the box, and we just have everyone remote view and tell us what's in the box. What's in the box? You guys should like do a poll or something like that. Maybe that'll be the first Cosmic Channels contest. Is uh, what's in the box? What's in the box? And I'll have it in the studio, <laughs> yeah. just like behind me on a shelf here or something. Yep. Yeah, what's and it'll just box? sit there, and it's like, what's in the box? And someone's got to call. Like you, you can't write in or anything. You got to call in, and you can you tell you can. You get one guess at the end of your story of what's in the box to remote view it. And then you win the Cosmic Channel's <laughs> and, and shirt. You win whatever's in the box. You win what's in the box. <laughs> <laughs> it could be anything. I'll get maybe a, a Cosmic tan- I'll get Channel's a, t-shirt. I'll get a really That's big a, box, too, so you don't. it could be anything in this giant box. Yeah. What's in the box? Another box! Ha-ha! <laughs> <laughs> I ship, gotcha. ship you a flat-packaged <laughs> FedEx box with nothing in it. Awesome. Hey, it's going to be something really specific, too. We're going to see if there's another one or two calls for the night, but we appreciate you taking the time and calling in. All right. Sounds good. Uh, Yeah, I look forward to uh, remote viewing case file. 
And uh, once again, you guys are my heroes. You guys rock. Keep kicking ass, man. Thanks, man. We appreciate it. Cheers, man. Right. Bye. Peace. What's in the box coming up? New game show. Yeah. Nothing's in the box ever. <laughs> I mean, That's I the gimmick. The box. I know it's going to go in the box. It's got to be something super specific and like. Oh, yeah. And someone's got to like knock it out of the park. So you're just like. Yeah, you got to get all, it real right. There's we're no. We're all like, holy shit, remote viewing's real because there's no way anyone would guess what's in the box. That's the thing, though. It's like remote remote viewing from I, I know people like this articles keep popping up about like, oh, the CIA was experimenting with remote viewing. The documents have been declassified. I've read those documents. I've read those ones that have been declassified. And um, most of it is just like <laughs> more more often than not, the remote viewers got the stuff wrong. But and they were trying. It, it wasn't or it wasn't it wasn't clear enough. But they tried so it. What they they went went right. far enough to actually at least attempted it, right? So I mean, somebody was like, maybe this works. I don't know. Well, let's try it. So I mean, there's nothing wrong with that. I don't I don't see anything wrong with experimenting with that kind of stuff. It's like it's not a waste of money. Hey, yes. If you can't if you can't <laughs> find the guy, bring in the psychics. What's the worst that can happen? They don't get it either. Well, it's like they asked them about like certain layouts of certain terrain and things like that because they got to be extremely useful. I mean. If you had remote viewers and they were, you know, uh, at, you know, proficient enough to do this stuff, you know how useful remote viewing would be and how kind of like we would use it for everything. You could find survivors in, you know, cavens or, you know, building collapses during earthquakes be way easier to find people. It's like if we had remote viewers that could actually do that. I mean, I think we'd already be using them. So whatever point. we put in the box, we also have to write on a piece of paper the exact description we're looking for and put the, that on a piece of paper in the box as well. So you can't sure. you can't just guess so, like action figure. It's got to be a specific. It's got to be something. real specific. Yeah. yeah it's so be like, like we would be it would be like a 1987 He-Man <laughs> with yeah. the sword handle and, and action action or something but, right? but that's also the thing is that a lot of people would say that remote viewing is not that accurate it's a gen but general that's, it gets you that's a, why yeah, if someone it gets, gets you a general box, idea it's spectacular and we've ne proven remote viewing <laughs> right yeah so i mean that's fine okay we have to look in more in, more into it because yeah you ha you, ca you gotta put something that's unique but you gotta make the requirements for guessing it attainable yeah but yeah, so I'm not sure. We'll uh, we'll look more into it because I think we have remote viewing coming up on ATT probably in the next month or two. I would imagine because we keep talking. We've been talking about it for a long time. So I just I want to do it when we can do a pod trip though. But I don't fucking know yeah, when that's that going to be, be. That would be ideal. Summer maybe at least a pod trip in Canada probably. Maybe, possibly. Dan's going to get his old vaccine <laughs> requirements. Well, get you, know, you know what? If Dan, gets, if Dan gets vaccinated and flies here, he could do the two week quarantine. We could do. We could have a pod week, <laughs> Because we could say it's a business trip. He could come. Is that a thing? Like, if you get if you're vaccinated, you still have to quarantine for two weeks. I don't know if you do or not. I have no idea. The rules are always I don't changing. Think, I don't think any country's made the no one's entry requirement provision for what what they're gonna do when people are all. Uh, vaccine or whatever whether you're vaccinated or not so i think all of this stuff that they put in that they put into action already is kind of gonna be the, what they're gonna do for the next few months at least doesn't that just sound like such a sci-fi movie like yeah gotta be vaccinated to travel from canada to the u.s <laughs> yeah. undefended border it's gonna feel weird but you like, gotta I, be vaccinated I would be fine with like once i you know if i got the vaccine i'll be fine with like going but it'll be weird going to like an airport and then just being like this is kind of weird. <laughs> yeah. So I, I'm used to flying. Like I've, you know, I've flown a lot of places and been to a lot of airports and it's just, it'll be weird to be kind of flying, you know, I mean, there's still people flying now. It's never but, stopped completely. It's just gone yeah. way down. I haven't, just, I haven't flown since last like January, 2020. Yeah. It was a short flight. I went to, where did I go? Like last last flight I had was I went to go visit. We went for pod week. That right. was, or, when was, when did you come pod here? Pod trip or LA? 
No, you came after LA. You came and we played D&D and stuff. That was after that LA. was 2019 so that was though. That was fall 2019. Vegas? Is that after? That was before LA. It's been a while. It's been too long. Vegas was before AlienCon and then Pod Week was after AlienCon. But it's been a long time. That's how long it's been. I can't remember. That's the problem. Yeah. <laughs> so hopefully soon. All right. I know that we got people watching. Someone call and tell us a story. Doesn't have anything. Lines are open. What do you got? You got some thoughts, theories? Someone's typing stuff here. Oh, we got a story that someone could Brady, you want to read a story out of the comments? Oh, is it finished being typed? Let me see. I mean, it probably will be by the time you get done reading it. Because I just don't want to be reading it and then they're slow and then we're just waiting for them to finish typing. Mateo12485 is typing a story in the comments because they can't call and tell it. He's finished. <laughs> it says he's finished. Finished, All I right. guess. All right. Mateo. Uh, it's going to be read. Mateo's story read by your favorite right. reader, Braden. Yeah. DJ yes. Cheeks coming up. Uh, I went to bed like a normal. A I went to bed like normal a month or so ago. Woke up at 3.30 a.m. And I was laying the right way. Head on my pillow. Body under the blankets. When I opened my eyes, I saw three gray aliens in the room. Fuck. I threw the blankets off me and tried to get to my door. And I felt one of them grab me. Then I woke up again. This time, I was laying diagonal on my bed, over the covers, head not on the pillow. I got up and took my shower, trying to figure out if what happened was a dream or not. I ate my breakfast and was about to leave for work when I realized I was an hour late. I'm not the type of person to be late for work. I freak out, make my lunch, open the door to leave. When I opened the door, I woke up in my bed for a third time, laying the wrong way. My head opposite the headboard and pillows. Nothing else happened after that. Some pretty vivid weird dreams. That is a vivid weird dream. The gray aliens. The, the only time where I've had similar dreams to that, um, and I won't get into too too many specifics, uh, was when Zell and I did a jungle trek in Thailand, and we <laughs> uh, spent some time with Doctor Feelgood. Mm. Yep. Uh, I had some fucking wild dreams where I kept waking up in the middle of the night and going, fuck this, I'm out of here, and hiking into the jungle in the middle of the night. And then I'd be like, why did I come into the jungle? And I'd start to freak the fuck out. And then I'd wake up in a sweat <gasps> in my bed, in the sleeping bag, in the in like the tents we were in. I was like, what the hell? And then I'd be like, that was too crazy. I better get up and go for a walk to cool myself off after that crazy dream. I'm going to go for a quick walk in the jungle. And then I'd walk in the jungle and be like, why, why did I do this again? Why did I? Why would I walk in the jungle? And I'd wake up again. <gasps> and it was like Groundhog Day. It just kept happening over Repeating and over. dream. Hmm. Did was, you call uh, the dream police? I did call the dream police. It was like this. Zell, help me. But meanwhile, Zell was laying beside me, thrashing. He was thrashing in his sleep so bad, like kicking and punching, that everyone else in the tents had to like squeeze beside each other to not get thumped by him in his sleep. Whatever I took from Doctor Feelgood made me completely able to use my limbs while I slept. I wasn't paralyzed like he normally would be. So I was just thrashing around. I don't know even know. I was like fighting my way through the jungle, but I was doing it on from my back. Wildly swinging my arms, I probably could have knocked someone out if they're in the if they yeah, got hit. It was it was something else. I woke up and I I, I didn't remember anything about about it. So Doctor uh, Feelgood, he did his job. That's brings me back to Mateo. Uh, any kind of drugs or anything like that before bed, some or any to, change like sometimes you know hit a hundred milligram oil drops or something. Something to expand your your REM sleep or something. Beyond it's normal. So, like sometimes you get in like a crazy REM dream where it feels so real. You wake up, you can almost go back to bed and get back in the dream. But you're yeah. still you're still paralyzed. It's it's really difficult to 
kind of come up with ideas about what would happen besides knowing the context of the situation. So it's like, did your sleep schedule change? Had you moved that a lot of different factors can affect how you dream and what you dream about. So it's not like without knowing like your whole backstory is it's really difficult to be like, Oh, this wasn't a dream or this was just an extremely vivid dream. Mm. Right. And Um, like, and not to mention like he does have some stereotypical like evidence of like UFO encounter. I mean, missing time wakes up all of a sudden he's, he's an hour later than he normally would. Did it, did right, but Mateo, he woke up and he wasn't, off? he was still, that was just a dream. Like it was a dream inside a dream inside, it was an inception yeah. dream, dream inside a dream inside a dream, which are not that unusual. Um, people, it does, it does happen. And it's just saying that, um, something like this can, something can trigger it. Something probably innocuous that you probably even don't even, you're not even thinking about something that you watch, something that you saw just got stuck in your brain, probably triggered some sort of connection. Our brains are amazing things and they can produce sights, sounds, touches, feels like sensations when you're sleeping. You know, we know that these can be generated and felt when you're sleeping. It's not it's so kind of having some of these dreams is it's, it's not like strange. It's not weird. It's kind of cool. It's damn neat. cool. But um, we know that our brains can do that. And so kind of, it, it's just a really neat phenomenon if you really want to get down to it. And it's not fully understood, but it is kind of cool that our brains can can literally generate an entire world within your sleeping mind and you feel like it's real and then it's gone. And then it's like, I, you know, it's like you were someplace, you know, it's almost like a memory. You create, a, like, a, I know I felt this. You create an entirely different reality. When you're dreaming, right. like especially in the ones you remember, we're like, man, I, I I have this one dream I remember vividly where I was like snowboarding, but I would take jumps, but I, and I would grind like board slide down the chairlift cable, and I, I felt like I was doing doing it all night. So it's wild. And then the crazy thing too about like your mind and stuff, you then can expand your conscious perception of reality with small tiny chemicals that make life so like imagine your imagination so profound like who like one little drop of like a lsd or some like hallucinogen can then you're like creating an entirely different reality it seems like well it creates an entire different from from the studies that have been done about lsd and these things it's like your brain makes these completely different connections if connections yeah. right either bypassing ones that you've either your brain has uh constructed over your lifetime things i've done that uh that that's kind of the basis behind people who are being treated for pt things like ptsd or you know stress or whatever uh having been treated with uh was it psychogenics or whatever the uh, mm-hmm. magic mushrooms and things like that is because these these chemicals that are within these substances are able to kind of rewire your brain or really they kind of reset it for a second and it's yep. like your brain makes a connection or past these blockages that either you've uh, subconsciously built over time and then you're able to kind of take a different look or a different perspective on some of the experiences that you've had or you're able to think past them uh, that seems to be the kind of uh, general consensus in the scientific community for at some point of the, the, the academic articles that I've read about it. So yeah, like it's, it's our brains are super neat things and they're not 100% understood, but we're getting there. Brain, like, 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 <laughs> it's kind of cool if you can just create a, a whole dream state uh, at some point and then being able to, you know, lucid dreaming and all this stuff. But it's, it's kind of, it's kind of one of those things that everybody finds really interesting because it's universally applicable. Like everybody has dreams. Yeah. Everybody. It's, I think so it's, it's something that we can all kind of think about and everybody can kind of participate in. So it's just, yeah, everybody, it's it's a fun thing to talk about. Like brain science is so new relative to humanity, like really within the last, what, 150 years maybe. Like we don't really know much about the brain. We we map it. We can like, you, you could put, you put the sensors on and you can trigger music and you can see what parts fire up. But I don't, I don't think it's that far out of the realm of possibility because we experience through sight, we bring it all into our mind and then we build this picture in our brain and that's what our reality is. So I don't think it's too far away from 
building the picture in your mind, like in a dream state, like thinking and then projecting it back out through a computer and like rendering an, an image. Well, they've already done they've already done experiments with that already. Uh, they've done things where they've taken like EEGs and they've been able to translate images of people, what they're thinking about. Like they've shown them a picture or they, they watch like a certain movie and then they ask them to like think about a certain scene from the movie or think about a certain picture and they have- They can like, get close. I saw a couple articles about it just recently, like at least last month or the month before where they showed pictures generated by the computer that translated the you know the impulses in their brain and made them into images they weren't they weren't picture perfect but you could definitely make out see what it was. figures and it wasn't pareidolia it wasn't like looking at the picture like oh i can kind of see it and like no you they showed him a picture of the elephant and they told him to think about an elephant and it looks he printed like a, they saw an elephant he rendered a picture of an elephant out of his brain into the computer right yeah it's damn cool um no one's been calling you guys want to wrap this one up yeah, right. let's wrap it up. Uh, We're going to be playing some Apex on Twitch after, so uh, about 15 minutes. Next week, what do we want to do? It's it's obvious that uh, a dedicated cryptid file is maybe not uh, not the best, but what are we doing next week? We're not we're not big enough yet for dedicated cryptids. Not, de uh, not Next quite. week, luckily, is open lines. Uh, you can call in with whatever you got. Next week, open lines. You heard it. All right. Thanks, everybody. Cosmic Channels are now closed. Cosmic Channels is brought to you by Big Theory Productions. The Cosmic Channels are now closed.